Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello. 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 How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I had everything worked out here to have a nice focused call time and told my kids they could do a TV show, but I needed a quiet hour and um, then there was just fighting and gnashing. So everyone got to go to their rooms. (laughs) That's lovely. Uh, we have our we have our share of days like that as well for sure. <laughs> yeah, but for the most part, we're having a good summer. How about you guys? Good. It's um, it's been a good summer. Uh, we just have some stuff going on with our kids, as you know, that have made it yeah. a little challenging. So yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, hold on, I was trying to pull up your notes from. The other day. Well, and then I never sent anything like I said I was going to. I just I haven't gotten it done. I mean, I've got a lot of notes. Mm-hmm. I've got all my list of bloggers. One of the things I'm struggling with right now is I don't want to over ask from people. Right. No. Right. And so um, the way that this this um, triggers study guide came together. I mean, it came together so naturally. It's mm-hmm. just there was there was an obvious need, and so we right. did it, right. and mm-hmm. and then it fit into the Mob Society calendar to do a Mob um, book study where they're going to use triggers and the and the trigger guide, 
Mm-hmm. And so it all makes it all makes sense timing wise, except it doesn't really make sense in my calendar, you know? Right. For right. for my next project. And so I think what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna send private messages to each of and Allie's making some new graphics. I'm gonna send a private email to each of the bloggers that had been part of the Triggers launch mm-hmm. that had either written a review or let me guest post or something and I'm gonna say something like this new thing is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love it if those people who had already written the post would be willing to just share that post again on social media and add mm-hmm. in the information that there's also a study guide um, mm-hmm. or possibly just share this um, one of these graphics, you know, something like that so wait. it's very low maintenance. Wait, are you talking, you're talking about triggers right now, right? Yeah, I'm talking about triggers so that oh. I'm not asking okay. a lot from them because they've already shared something. I can right. say, could you reshare it and just add in the fact that we now have a study guide? Right. Um, okay. Because I know that when my friends have good posts, you know, I'll finally read it the second time or the third time or the fourth time that I see it circulating. Yeah. So, and I That's and perfect. I re- I reshare things, but I feel like that way when I'm following up just a couple weeks later saying, okay, now it's time for this book I've been talking about for two years now. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't mm-hmm. demanded the moon from them. Yeah. No, I think that's a really great way, a natural way to do it without it being like overwhelming or um, like them feeling like they have to create a lot of content to help share. Right. right? Yes. I'm hoping that's the case. I think so. Hi, guys. Good. Hi, hey, Kelly. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. How are your how are your kiddos doing today? Um, I think everybody is doing pretty well. We've um had some sicknesses and ear infections and random things on and off, but I think that we're all on the mend, so that's good. Good. That's quite a relief. Yes. For, for all of you. Those are good. We were just talking about um the study guide for triggers a little bit. Oh, just okay. in, in terms of how to make that ask for sharing about the study guide so you didn't miss anything um, relevant. Like. Yeah, I was just saying that I don't want to over-ask my contacts online, my, my online relationships, right before mm-hmm. I want to ask them to help us with life creative. So I'm trying to make right. it as, as easy as possible. Yeah, definitely awesome. tricky. <laughs> okay, guys, let me pull up your notes real quick. Um, okay, first of all, oh, hold on, Wendy. I just had your email up and I accidentally closed it. <laughs> hold on. Okay. Yep. First, oh, go ahead. No, it's okay. Go on. You go. I was going to say first, um, I'm going to, um, I'm going to be a little, um, not very, uh, coherent as I usually am, so I just want to apologize for that. And so, um, hold on, just a second. Okay, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Um, we just have some stuff going on with our daughter that's pretty um, 
difficult. So I would ask you guys just to pray over that. We're going to have to um, take her in to a specialized counselor and some other appointments for something that we just were made aware of that happened in her last relationship. Mm. So, oh. Oh. yeah, and it would actually explain a lot of her behavior um, mm. the last three or four months. So just pray over that. It's a little bit um, difficult. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. For sure. So I'm I'm just not saying much about it because I'd rather focus on your call. But I'm just trying to tell you, I'm going to be a little scattered, so I'm sorry. So I'm going to try to, like, focus as much as I can because we need to get through this. But just give me a little grace because um, I'm having a hard time concentrating today. But I love you guys, and this book is awesome. Okay, well, this book is, is like, not a, it's not about what you're talking about, but it is about that, that rub of how do you focus on one thing when you've got so much happening in the mom area of your life so I mean <laughs> grace upon grace upon grace that's yeah yeah I've, I told my husband yesterday I was like I kind of wish I were just dealing with teaching them to tie their shoes <laughs> or to be nice or mm-hmm. polite and so now I mean we've shared a little bit about our son and he's good um but what's happened with my daughter is something that's um going to change your life forever you know like it's just mm. it's heart it's heartbreaking especially when you're trying to protect your children and you do everything you're supposed to and um, and you can't you can't always do that so mm-hmm. it's hard oh my gosh nobody ever told me having a teenager was going to be this heartbreaking sometimes and it's not mm. it, just to clarify it's nothing that she did if that makes sense it was harm mm. towards her okay. so it's just really, 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 really hard when it's your baby. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just pray over that. Okay. okay, I have I have your email, and I wanted to ask you guys a couple of questions about the timeline so we can get that all straight. So to give the perspective on how I usually start the launch teams themselves, yeah, I usually I usually try to start them around you know eight weeks or so before the release date unless there's extenuating circumstances, and so the purpose behind that is I spend usually the first four weeks or so, um, depending on if we can get advanced copies or if we have an ebook version, whatever that looks like, and um, kind of taking them through the study. I'm sorry, through the book, you know, in a little bit of a relational way, just to kind of encourage them, build community, that sort of thing. Um, and then, you know, having them share strategically as they're reading uh, different thoughts or quotes or images, um, just their, um, the way the book is moving them or impacting them or changing them, you know, during that time period with heavily concentrated sharing, you know, around the month of the actual release date. So theoretically, that's like the end of July. That, that, the start of that time period, right? Okay. And so I know you all, which is kind of like, can we all just pause a moment and go, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, it, it's exciting, right? But it's also like, wow. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty close. And I know we've all had, you know, other projects in, and other books and kind of switching gears. And it's not even switching gears. It's like you all are both having to integrate this book into, you know, the, the overall flow and calendar of what's going on with everything else, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it's definitely a balance for you guys. 
So mainly what I wanted to talk about today was, was to come up with a timeline that's feasible for you all as it relates to the launch portion itself. And then also to hear a little bit about um, the, the, well, the triggers launch team um, and just kind of, and maybe even a little bit of the group that came from, uh, what was it called? The Sugar Fast? I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. Um, you know, those kind of people and see how we might kind of invite some of those people into the process as well for this project if it's applicable to them and, and just kind of see what feels comfortable to you all in that respect or if you would prefer that we kind of focus on people that are already like on your list that you were talking about, Wendy, earlier. Yeah. Okay. Well, one thing that I did with triggers was I had, I invited or we invited um you know, everyday women into the launch team or I guess the street team, whatever the catchphrase is. And then we didn't put most of our blogger friends into that group or invite I mean, we told them you're you're totally welcome to be part of the the mm-hmm. Facebook group. Um mm-hmm. however what we would really just love is that you would be willing to share a blog post on this one day. Um you right. can choose if you would like to do an excerpt from the book or a review or um you know, have me guest post, um, but we would love it if it could go live that week. And mm-hmm. um, and then yeah. I think I emailed them three times when we got closer and I had some graphics to share, told them there was a landing page if they wanted to pour, pull more graphics. Um, mm-hmm. And then right, right before I said, okay, here are all of your links. Let me know if there's anything you need. And so okay. That's, okay. That, that's how I did that. Okay, that's perfect. And then what's kind of the status um, with Allie in terms of the website? Is she creating a landing page for the book specifically that has those images and those like shareable items or is that something that we need to... She she said that she's going to have it and our goal was to have it by the end of July. So beginning of June was our landing page was our goal and it it ended up being mid-June and that was totally fine. But right. we had said that it needed to be done by the end of July so that we could have, you know, a week to work out the kinks because we were going to be it becoming on August 5th and we wanted right. it ready then and that we would do our first invitation to join our launch team there. Right. And then after that, we would make the formal um, launch uh, request, you know, launch team request. I have, all, okay. I have the um, emails of everyone who signed up for the triggers launch. So I was mm-hmm. planning on sending out an email to them and letting them know that I was going to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was planning on doing that whatever the day of our formal um, invite would be. And then okay. do we want to have a certain number? Are we are we aiming for a certain number? Since they will actually be getting the e-galley, I guess you call it, free. Um, right. What's your thoughts you know, on that? W- with the with the NetGalley version, I mean, your your numbers on your team can pretty much be unlimited since we're providing them that version. Yeah. Um, so I would say the more the merrier, especially with this particular topic. It'll be something that um, is easily shareable and resonates with, with a wider audience, if that makes sense. So the more um, people we can get on board to the launch team, I think the more um, social reach we'll be able to accomplish just by the sheer nature of the book topic and the content, for sure. Um, for the sales book page, the landing page for the book, like I know you guys have endorsements, book cover description, all that kind of stuff. 
Um, is Allie creating all the graphics for that page, like the, the shareable images? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, okay, I'm just trying to write down what I need to like follow up with her on for the launch. And then, have you all already selected like quotes from the book or anything like that, and um, to get, for like click, click to tweet sort of thing? No, that's. Let me write that down. Um, so click. To well, tweet you don't quote. You don't have to do it. I can do it. I'm just asking. You know what's yeah what's completed. No, we haven't done none of that. I I just started writing down some ideas for like bloggers if they'd like to write a blog post. Here are a couple of different ideas. Okay. Do you, okay. you like those? Yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. Lindsay, I think that we've got a lot of really easy click-to-tweet quotes within – you have the PDF, right? I do. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so, you know, they set apart some of those sticky statements that we sort of have, and every chapter's got several. And so there's, there's so many that you could just scroll through and pull out. And choose from. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, and then also Good. I know that from what I've seen on other – landing pages and what Allie put together for triggers was there was a lot of um, if you're a mom who struggles with anger you know right exactly those kind mm -hmm. of call outs too so it's just a wow what's that about and you click on it because you're curious so they're mm -hmm. more teasers mm -hmm. or are you in the dark ages of motherhood a renaissance is coming something like awesome. that okay that's perfect okay and then you said something about you were writing out themes um, and did I want that? So yeah, if you if you have that, go ahead and send that information to me. The themes from Wait, the book, for the bloggers. You yeah, had just said that. something about writing themes down from the book for bloggers to potentially write on. Right. Um, you know, share share your favorite. Share what are you in the dark ages right now, and what is what does it look like to have your art put on hold, or um, how are you finding ways. To um, do your art in the busyness of mother, you know those kind of prompts. Exactly. I guess would be the right. That's perfect. Okay, yeah. If you have those and want to just copy me in on that, that'll be fantastic. So I can try to incorporate um, some of those into like the tweets and stuff like that. And did you guys give um, Ali specific information to put on the shareable information or images, like quotes or anything like that, or is she just kind of coming up with it on her own? No, she was going to take those sticky statements and choose some of those. And then okay. she's also making some uh, some graphics of the uh, endorsers and featured Renaissance Good. moms. So it's a quote okay. or something like that. I, I'm not sure, but we'll, we'll need to touch base with her and, and figure out what she's going to do there. But she's okay. going to try to kind of cover a bunch of different things. Perfect. Okay. And I'm writing all this, all this all down so I can kind of follow up with her on the launch specific items. So okay. that's why I'm asking all these questions because I want to make sure I have a good understanding of where you guys are all at. Cause I know you've been um, mostly chatting with Allie in the life creative book group, but I think there's been a couple of conversations that have been happening one off, which is fine. I just want to make sure I'm up to date on what all you've discussed with her before I reach out to her about timelines and all that. Um, let's, See. So what that means for me from, from the launch team perspective, especially since you already have a good group of people that you can kind of reach out to through some of these other launches that have been happening. Um, you know, as I've told Kelly before, I, I always send out an email to my own email list that I have of people that have been on my launches if they want to come and join this particular one. 
So we might be able to add some numbers there of people who may be new to you, which is always nice. And the good thing about them, too, is they know what I'm going to ask them to do. Um, so it's, you know, not new to them, the whole social media kind of buzz promotion thing. So that's really good. Okay. So I'll be, able to, I'll be able to do that as well. And then at the Becoming Conference itself, I know you guys are having a table. And what is your plan for kind of inviting people into the launch process there? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak on Saturday morning in their main mm-hmm. session, and mm-hmm. at the very end of that message, Kelly's going to join me, and awesome. okay. we're gonna have something fun that we do then. And then okay. after that fun thing, or during that, how I'm not sure exactly how we're gonna share it, but there at the very end, we're gonna say, mm-hmm. by the way, we've written a book on this thing of fitting creativity into motherhood, yada yada yada. And today is actually the day that we're going to open up our launch team. We have mm-hmm. books to give away. If you would like to come to the, our table, uh, we have a book for everyone who signs up for the launch team. And then I'd like to have on our iPads or computers or whatever the way that they can do it right there. Um, I remember that, uh, what's her butt, Logan had done that, or her, yeah. her publisher was there. And you went mm-hmm. there, you put in the information, you got the book. Okay. Yeah, is Allie going to set that up for us, Wendy, where people can enter their information in online? Yes, I believe so because that'll probably be right there on the on the our our page. Okay, and when you say they have copies of books to give away, you mean the the ebook copy, right? Not a physical. No, we uh, we have uh, we're going to have hard copies. uh, What do you call them? Arcs. Uh, oh, okay. to Kelly just for the Becoming Conference. I'm sorry if we had never communicated that to you. That's, <laughs> that's a big thing that we got. How many, how many um, do you have? I think, I think that, oh, shoot, were we supposed to send her back a message today? I think that we're going to ask for 350, but that's going to be way more than we need. So if we, if we need more for other places, we'll be able to have them. Okay. Well, that's actually really fantastic. That's a lot of books, especially – yeah, that's great. Okay, so that's what I was, I was just going to say. If it was an ebook, to clarify that when you were talking about it from the stage, but if you actually have physical copies, that's real. That's even better. Yeah. yeah, that's just that's just for them. All the other gals in the launch team will get the the net okay. gallery. So yeah, I would definitely. I'm going to make a note to chat with Allie about what they would need to to do. Right, but I'm thinking the easiest way to do it is to have them enter their name and email address into like a. Um, did she set up Mailchimp for Life Creative? Did you guys ever set up an actual email for just Life Creative? No, not yet. We have not, but that was something that she said she wanted to do, and I know okay. that she did want to capture those emails for the launch team. Yeah, because the easiest, simplest way to do it, where it's not time-consuming for them is just to have them go up to you know, a computer and enter their name and email address into a MailChimp sign-up form that's designated, you know, the live creative team, launch team. And then that will give me the ability uh, to start communicating with them, pulling from those email addresses. Um, now, that's actually a good question. You know, normally, there's two ways I can communicate with a launch team. Um, you all can do it through your email program, and I just kind of give you any information that I want you to share with them. Or you can communicate with them just kind of the initial round, and then I can take that part over during the launch. 
when we're giving them like actual assignments and reminders of what's been going on, you know, in the team itself. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kelly and I have talked about the personal component and that we do want to have that. And I was wondering if maybe I did Tuesdays and Kelly did Thursday. I mean, are we going to have a Facebook group then? Do the people that sign up then get ushered into a Facebook group? Yeah, I would put them in a Facebook group for sure. Okay. And then if Kelly did one of the days and I did one of the days and you did once a week uh, an action like a recap. assignment, okay. you know, uh, then, then we would have the personal element, uh, but then we'd also have your, you know, you are, you are the representative of the book on a more professional, you're making that. Sure. Ask. What sure. do you no, think that's about fine. that, Kelly? Yeah, I think that that sounds good. And then that way we're sort of interacting with them personally. On those days, because I noticed, like in my in the river um, lunch group, um, mm-hmm. if if someone didn't like tag me, then I like there was there was like an entire thread that I missed because I didn't realize that people were commenting. Like I saw when you left the question, and then mm-hmm. I just forgot to go back in and check. And so, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think it would be good to maybe if we tag each other when we do these things, so that anytime anyone comments. We get a notification. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'll work. And as you as you know, or as you've seen, just by being in groups, I mean, the the more that you all are able to kind of drop in and interact with the, the people on a personal level, and the more engaged the group will be, right? And mm-hmm. the other thing is Facebook, uh, and this just happened like fairly recently, but of course they change their algorithms all the time, but. I was reading an article today that was talking about the, how the Facebook groups are now being subjected to the algorithm, right? Oh, Where yeah. we, I am experiencing it so much in that 40-day yeah. sugar fast. We have yeah. 5,500 women, and there's mm-hmm. like 20 that are engaged, and I wish yeah. so much. I had no idea that that many women – I mean, I, I just had no idea that that many women were going to sign up. But if I could go back and do it over, I would have had an email capture for signing up for that. I just, yeah. I just didn't know. And then anytime yeah. there's something important, I'd be able to, you know, communicate with them. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think um, from what I was reading, it was basically talking about, well, some of it's an education piece, right? So when I kind of reach out to the team from a technical administrative perspective, okay, here's the group, this is what you need to do part of what I'm incorporating in is just a little bit of education that if they want to be notified of what's going on in the group, you know, here are the three ways they can do so. Make sure they're on the email list, you know, make sure they um, add the group to their favorites and check it often, or make sure they turn on the notifications. But most people don't like to turn on notifications because then they get something every time someone posts anything, you know, in the group. So some of it is just a little bit of an education to make them aware, you know, that if they want to stay up to date, they need to be watching their email and they need to be kind of monitoring the group a little bit to get that information from us. Yeah. So another thing is um, usually, and, and Kelly, we did this with your videos where you record a video and you post it in the group and that's doing great. But Facebook Live is also now available in groups. And so if you all have comfort level with that, maybe dropping in every once in a while and doing a little Facebook Live broadcast will help the reach of the group as well. And what's because, the, I mean, I understand what live means, but what, mm-hmm. what is the difference? Like, why does it matter one over the other? 
Well, the videos that are pre-recorded, uh, we just kind of upload. It's, it's basically like we're uploading predetermined, pre-made content. Right. And then, you know, people see it and they comment on it. The, the Facebook Live video is really kind of very ca- – I mean, I'm sure you've seen them all over the Facebook. Yeah. And they're very casual and a little bit more one-on-one interaction. It's just the way the algorithms are favoring um, content on Facebook. So Facebook Live is getting a lot more exposure and push by Facebook in general because they're trying to heavily incorporate that into a benefit to their Facebook users, basically. So it's just the way the algorithms are set. They, they kind of change. I need to out. I'm sorry. This is my... Okay, Caleb, right now, out. Sorry about that. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. It's okay. So basically, they kind of rotate what type of content gets displayed more prominently in the algorithm based on what they're trying to kind of move the Facebook platform towards, right? And they do also take into consideration uh, just user feedback. For example, they released an article, I think it was last week, I can forward it to you guys if you want, that's talking about how they're going to more heavily show in people's news feeds content from their friends. That's one of the biggest complaints is that all we ever seem to see anymore are ads, you know, or promotions or whatever. And so they're actually scaling back some of that ad to show us more of what our friends are posting, right? And so they're constantly changing those things. And really our our kind of responsibility, especially when we're communicating with the launch team, is giving them multiple touch points to get the information, right? And so yeah. one of the ways is the email that goes out directly. One of the ways is that landing page that can have information they can go to and share at any time, like the tweets and the images. And then the third way is the Facebook group. So if you have those three items in place, you should be able to catch most of your team at some point, you know, being able to, mm-hmm. you know, get the information versus just relying on one thing versus the other. Okay, that makes sense. Now, the other the other thing about Facebook Live, if you guys are comfortable with it, I actually was just testing this with another client who wanted to be my guinea pig. I thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> what what she was doing is with the Facebook Live kind of updates, we're crafting it more to be an educational piece about the book and the theme itself. And those she's posting on her author page. Um, and then we're sending the team over to that particular Facebook Live post. Now, granted, Facebook Live implies that it's live when everybody goes over there, but that's not always the case. You know what I mean? And replays are available and stuff like that. And so people are headed over there and commenting and, and liking and, and sharing that from her, pay, from her page to kind of increase the reach and see if other people can see it. So, so far it's worked well, right? So we could do a Facebook Live in the launch team just for the group, just to interact with them so they can be excited and see your faces and that sort of thing. Um, but we can also try that on the actual, you know, the actual author pages if it fits into your editorial calendar and your schedule to just share occasionally, you know, on Facebook Live about the book and what it means and, and kind of point people in that direction to the Life Creative website. Just okay. because, again, just because, again, how Facebook is really focusing on video, it's important to incorporate that into the way you're sharing about it beyond just the, the blog posts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Is yeah. there some, like, 
Because I, I also read an article, and I don't remember where I saw it either, where um, it was talking about how most, like, there's a, there's a high percentage of people that don't actually watch videos, or if they do, they never actually turn the sound on because, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't play sound until you click on it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what I do. I scroll through and maybe yeah. I'll click on it to listen to the sound, or maybe I'll just watch without sound or just scroll on. I mean, is there some fear that people might, like, look at the video and you, you have the assumption that, that you're getting lots of eyes on it, but nobody's actually listening to what you say? There are a few ways you can combat that. I'm sure that's some consumer behavior for sure. And, but uh-huh. the first thing is we're talking videos that are like not long at all, you know, maybe uh-huh. one to three minutes. The other thing is making sure there are some action points of what that video is talking about in your description, right? So not just going live for the sake of going live and just having the video pop up and it's just you talking, but actually kind of guiding people through, hey, this video is here. These are the action points we're talking about, just to kind of draw their interest. The other thing um, is one of my, honestly, my professional pet peeves about Facebook Live, from a marketing perspective, it is super, super casual and very choppy. You know what I mean? Like most people are just kind of holding up their phones and talking and the the camera's all waving around and stuff like that. So it's a little distracting. there are ways to control that a little bit. Like, for example, I have um, I found a program last week that allows you to record Facebook Live from your desktop or your PC instead of having to do it on your mobile device. And what's cool about it is you can sit in front of your computer, which controls, you know, the screen, right? It controls mm-hmm. whether it's waving around. It gives a little bit more professional look and feel. And you can control the setting behind you. You know, it could be like a blank wall or it could be like your living room, you know, whatever. And you can add elements to the Facebook Live video that are similar to webinar features. So, for example, if you're looking at a video and someone on Facebook Live, like at the very bottom of the video, you can have a bar, you know, like a colored bar overlay that says mm-hmm. the Live Creative website and like the book cover. You can, you can kind of have that present the whole time you're on Facebook Live, and you can integrate a call to action. You know, so if you want to learn more about this book or if you want to pre-order the book, go here, and you can have the link that's clickable you know, in the description. Mm-hmm. So that's something that to me is really cool because it gives a little bit more of a professional look and feel and branded look and feel to using Facebook Live um, to reach an audience, which I think is a good thing. Um, and that same author has been did one normal, and then she boosted another one of, of Facebook just to see, and wound up with like some crazy reach. I mean, we were both kind of shocked, <laughs> like a million something like reach of this Facebook Live video. It was crazy. So my point is, you know, you can share normal content. You know, your your tweets and your images and your blog posts, but also consider making use of what's really popular right now that Facebook is really favoring is these Facebook mm-hmm. live videos to expand the reach. Okay. Okay. And okay. I probably sounds more complicated than it is, but it, it isn't. So it makes sense to me because I'm actually going through the training of how to set this up. So I'm not expecting you guys to like set this up. That's not something you would really have to do that would be something I would do for you with the imagery and stuff that Allie creates. 
it's more, are you all comfortable with that? Like, do you have a time in your day or your week where one of you, you know, could do this, whether it's alternating or, and it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be every week, you know, it could just be once or twice, you know, during that campaign. So I wanted to propose the idea to you and then you guys kind of talk through like the pros you see in it and maybe some of the um, concerns you might have about it. So we can talk through and see if it's a viable option for where you guys are with the season and everything that's going on and kids and that sort of thing. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think we're open to doing it um, right. (laughs) And if Facebook live is more right than, than doing you know, just a pre-recorded video, then I think we're up for learning. Kelly? Yeah, I actually would prefer Facebook Live than the pre-recorded video because it takes less time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to go through the rigmarole of uploading it and and all that stuff. So I, yeah, now I don't, I don't know that I could um, do one every week, like you said. I don't, I don't know that I have um, that much space in me. In, in my days or my weeks, but, um, you know, every other week or whatever, you know, whatever schedule we come up with, um, I could probably fit yeah. one in. And you okay. guys, I'm, tr- I'm wondering, too, um, when are you all going to be together outside of the Becoming Conference between now and release day? That's it. We're not. That's it. Okay. So I'm wondering if maybe um, – we can try to schedule or find some time there to kind of kick off. Do you know what I'm saying? Like a Facebook Live where you guys are together, we can do it together at some point in the conference if there's time. Obviously, it depends on yeah. if there's time. I and think have that, are, are you going to be with us on the 23rd? I mean, sorry, not the 23rd. I was just looking at my calendar. On that Sunday, will you stay the additional day to hang out with us? Yeah, I'm... So let me pull up my calendar. My kids actually start school on the 5th, and my husband is taking the day off. So I should theoretically be able to leave, like, Friday morning um, fairly early. It's only, like, four and a half hours for me. It's not actually a really far drive. Um, so I could probably be there mid-morning Friday. And then, yeah, um, my intent was to stay through Sunday whenever, you know, we're done yeah, I think. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we can do it any time during that time frame. But if I need to come earlier on Friday and you want to do, you know, one from the registration area or something, we can. Or if you want to do it Sunday, you know, in some other setting, you know, whatever. It, it doesn't really yeah. matter to me. But I'm thinking that would be a really good opportunity to do one with the both of you. And mm-hmm. just kind of conveying the excitement about the book releasing. But but the other thing, and it could even be an invite to the launch team if you want to, like a broader launch mm-hmm. um, invite beyond the people that are actually at the conference. But I'm curious when pre-order information is going to be, like, like, have you all developed any sort of pre-order incentive for the book that I just am not aware of? No, it is available on Amazon already. But we don't have any pre-order um, incentive. Like, like- like if you buy the book, if you guys buy the book, you get this kind of thing. Is that something that you just haven't had a chance to talk about, or do you need to talk about it with me? Like, do you want to offer a pre-order incentive? I think that's kind of common, um, but okay. I, I just yeah, like I guess so. We just haven't done it yet. Okay. Yeah, we haven't really talked about it yet. Okay. And again, the reason I'm asking is if we can put, pull together something fairly quickly. 
you know, part of that video could be, I, I know the book itself is available for pre-order, but if we were going to say, hey, you know, the book's available for, for pre-order, if you order it now, you'll get X kind of thing, then that would require some setup on our side. So that's why I'm asking the question. Number one, we would have to, you know, create, design, whatever it is that they would be receiving. Um, so it's available. And then number right. two, it would, it would have to be set up for, you know, kind of automated distribution, which can also be done through the email list. So it's not difficult to set up. Um, we would just need to be prepared for it if we were wanting to announce it at that particular conference. Okay. No. That's a great that's a great idea. I still love the idea of, you know, five steps to turn your creative hobby into a creative business. Something like that. It's just Kelly and I aren't that content team for that. And so mm-hmm. I did this last week have a conversation with Ali and say, Are you interested in doing something mm-hmm. like that? You know, you and, and Lindsay can can feed us, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. sort of what that that is, and you know, they're just five different pages of things to fill out and plans to make. Um, okay. Something like that so might mean, be a good one. Okay, so you mean like worksheets that they can kind of yeah, walk like through to help them for, for taking next steps to turn your creative hobby into a creative business? And I think that that might be a good thing to offer at um, at becoming because there are a lot of creative. Crafty people there, maybe. Mm-hmm. But there's also, like, you got to think through the usage of this. I think it's a fantastic idea, but if you're wanting to tie it to a pre-order, you know, you have to purchase the book in order to receive. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. If you're wanting to just give it away at the conference, that's a whole other thing. You see what I mean? Yeah, no, I think it's better for a pre-order. Okay. Did Allie respond to you about her ability to create, like yeah, from a design perspective? About it. Yeah, she said she would spend some time thinking about it, and um, and I was just trying to find ways how would it how would it also benefit her, and um, and so I I suggested that she make it by Allie McClucky of mm-hmm. Finding Eden Media, and that there yeah. if these ladies want to then take next steps, she's a great person to partner with. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's true. That's true. Um, so I was trying to find ways that it would benefit her as well. Right, from the design perspective. Okay, so that that will yeah. be something I'll follow up with her on. And again, I think it's a great idea. Um, what I'm trying to work through, I mean, again, it's, what is it, July 5th. So that's about a month away. Um, and if Allie is working on... Um, the landing page. That sounds like what she has left, right? From the website perspective, is the landing page. Landing page, and then all of the graphics for launch. Yeah. Okay. So I need Wait, to. What? Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. The, okay, go ahead. Is the landing page is what we have now not the landing? Oh page? no, that's the we meant. I called it the wrong thing. The the launch team page, so that there's oh, like oh, the it. back side of the landing right. page. There's right. the private. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I used gotcha. the wrong word. Okay, so back to the calendar, Lindsay. If we're mm-hmm. making our, you know, private, be the very first one and get your own copy, and nobody else is going to get the copy of the book but you guys, um, mm-hmm. if we're making that happen at Becoming on August 5th and 6th, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that one chapter a week is too slow. 
two chapters mm-hmm. a week would be at eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's also a little bit slow, isn't it, for reading through it two chapters a week, or is that right on time? You're always going to have people who read faster, um, but some people it appeals to them to have the structure of, okay, this week we're going to read through. I mean, we could probably do three at the most comfortably from a discussion question perspective. And remember, part of what's happening, supposed to happen each week is they're supposed to read and share their reading so you also have to think through like their behavior on Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and yeah. Instagram, right? Like how often do most people post on those platforms? And so we don't want to give them too much opportunity Eight. to choose from to share. We want them to kind of share in a measured pace. Yeah. Kind of build well, up to the release. I was release wondering, day. is it would it work to do um, August 23rd is the actual launch of it and do three three chapters a week. Or is that waiting too long? Um, August 23rd instead of like the beginning of August? Yeah. So we would do August 5th and 6th for the Becoming Conference and then even that next, I guess it would be the 8th, would be August 8th where we could make the formal invite is it fine mm-hmm. to then wait that long before starting, or do you start right away? How long did the triggers team run? I don't remember. Do you well, remember how I long? What I found was after, well, it, we, did, we did one chapter a day all the way through, and so okay. it was 30 days, and they, they shared like crazy for the first two weeks. Yeah. Um, and we yeah. had a lot of engagement after that, um, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of organic sharing still, but the real push was um, those first two weeks. So I'm just thinking if we're going to have pre-launch giveaways and stuff like that, then we want to make their their most um, active engagement when we've right got the for them to share. So maybe mm-hmm. not even opening up the launch team to the rest of the people, just capturing all the emails from Becoming Community, um, mm-hmm. get them the book, and then, and then um, maybe on – on the, the week of the August 20th, mm-hmm. open up the launch team and then start it immediately once we, we've got the launch team gathered. Mm-hmm. So the people that are getting the book from the Becoming Conference, so say they get home August 7th, um, are, you're saying August 20th, have them join in in the Facebook group as they're reading? Or are you oh, saying, I'm, saying, have them... I'm saying I don't know. I guess I'm saying that, yeah, like that our formal launch team would begin August 23rd, mm-hmm. but they've had the mm-hmm. chance to read it already if they've wanted or they can wait. I don't know. Is that too complicated? Um, I think one of the benefits of having the Facebook group open and available, and it's, some of this is just phrasing and, and just semantics, right? So if we have the the people register at the beginning conference, we communicate with them pretty quickly, like maybe the Monday um, after the conference is over, and filter them into a Facebook group. We can state, you know, the Facebook group is open for community purposes as you read. If you want to, you know, hear more from Wendy and Kelly about the book or or participate in discussion questions, it's available to you, and, and you can share, you know, as you would like. But the official sharing portion of the launch team, like where we're giving specific assignments, will start the week of August 27th. That way we don't lose people in transit, or August 20th, I'm sorry. That way we don't lose people in transition. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, 
so it's better to kind of invite them in and kind of show them the community that's going to be going on and get them, getting them excited. But part of my job is really getting them to share outside of the group. Like launch teams are always rah-rah in the group, and that's fantastic. <laughs> and, and it builds community. Um, but just kind of constantly directing them towards, well, not constantly, I don't mean like every five minutes, but just gently reminding them, you know, hey, this is great, and we love the community here, but please, 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 this is one way you can share this message outside of this group. You know, here's another way you can share it outside of this group. And so I would hesitate to have such a huge break in between the conference and okay. like the official start of the Facebook group because we don't want to lose momentum. At the same time, there's like like you're saying, Wendy, there's a balance between, you know, how do we get them to stay present and engage? And so part of it is just an education piece of this is what's going on during this time period. You can share quotes as you read them and you love them using our hashtag at any time. The landing page should be done so they can share from there. Um, but we're also going to have structured assignments which we can think of a different word. I usually call them missions, you know, because assignments sounds all weird. But we'll have structured ways you can help us further the message during the most important piece of the launch time period, which is, you know, the month of release. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, that makes sense. We also, I mean, if you after the um, the becoming conference. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when people get their books, really that can be that can just be a a good time, a, a good like get to know you, build community time, exactly. um, mm-hmm. because they will have heard us speak, they will have hopefully enjoyed hearing us speak, and mm-hmm. um, so the idea is like let's become friends now, and mm-hmm. um, and just I, I mean I guess I sort of envision that time being a. Um, let's just get to know one an, one another time, and then so that when we actually start the assignment, um, there will be a you know hopefully a large chunk of people that already feel like we're friends, and so exactly yeah um, yeah yeah. So I guess that makes well, sense in my did, mind. If we gave a, a week of or two of just relationship building, and then started mm-hmm. to read through the book, and then mm-hmm. when the book over to or if they're near the end of the reading that we go into the challenge so we want mm-hmm. to do a five-week challenge and maybe mm-hmm. start the start the five-week challenge maybe during pre-launch giveaway so what day do we start away that what date how how far in advance um lindsay do we start the pre-launch giveaways you mean before the release of the book yeah if it's a five-week process and I would okay wait let me clarify when you say pre-launch giveaways are you who are you talking about are you talking about to the launch team or are you talking about let to, me, I, just, meant, I meant pre-launch purchases you said have you thought about what you the pre-orders purchases? okay okay pre-orders. okay sorry sorry I was like wait a minute you, so for a pre-order perspective I mean that's pretty much something that once the launch team is open in the Facebook group you know we're having them read and they're sharing that's the start of kind of your official pre-order campaign, right? Anything they share from the moment they're in the Facebook group on is designed to direct people to finding more information about the book, whether it's through the hashtag or whether it's a link, you know, to the Life Creative site that they're including as they share their favorite quotes or chapters, et cetera. Okay. So it would start the second we have people in the launch team. Facebook group and they're sharing anything on behalf of okay. you. 
So tell me, you guys tell me which day we go ahead and invite everybody else to join the group. The Facebook group, you mean? Yes. I mean, the yeah, one. I mean, I would say the conference is different. I would say Monday morning, okay. you know, because so that's that, one, two, three, four, no, that's eight. five, six, seven, eight weeks. And remember, the first couple of weeks, like you all said, it can just be relationship building. You know, share more about you. You know, what did you love about the, the conference? How does, you know, the principles of what uh, Kelly and Wendy were teaching, how does it apply to your life? Just kind of encouraging communication and conversation. Um, and then I can sprinkle in questions like, you know, this week we're going to discuss chapters one through X, whatever we decide. Um, and here's a couple of discussion questions, you know, let us know. Or next, you... next week we'll start discussing, you know, we'll give you a week to get exactly. to the first three chapters. And, um... mm-hmm. Exactly. And then, like, usually what I do is, especially the first couple of weeks, I just give, I give them what I call, like, launch team light assignments, which it's literally something like, you know, share your favorite quote from this chapter and use the hashtag and tag the author. Which is which? There's actually a little bit of strategy behind it because it's not a link, right? And so, like, I, I'm sure you've seen Facebook do this, where when multiple people share the same link, they aggregate it in your newsfeed. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? And and so it'll show maybe the first two or three people that shared it, and then everything else is like under this read more button kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so. Some of the items I ask them to share are just more, and actually, if you've ever seen me share anything from any books that I'm launching, I almost always share the quote, the hashtag, and I'll say like from hashtag book by whatever author, and I'll tag their page. It gets way more engagement (laughs) than sometimes the images, you know, sometimes the prescribed, you know, here's a tweet with the link to the sales page. So I try to give them, you know, a mix of those sort of assignments so that we're not triggering Facebook to get all annoying about the the link <laughs> to the website. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the other thing about Facebook, and, and I'm still trying to figure out how to incorporate this into campaigns because it seriously just happened, but they're trying to keep people on Facebook, right? So I don't know if you've ever noticed, like, if you look at um, articles or blog posts on your mobile device, Um, but when you click on someone's blog post that they've shared, it actually does not exit Facebook. It Mm -hmm. opens it within Facebook, okay? So they're kind of setting it up to where if someone wants to actually go visit your website, they have to click, it's like three or four steps I have to click in order to get it to open in my web browser on my phone. So Facebook's intention is to try to keep people within the Facebook platform so they're not exiting to your website. Yeah, um, I noticed that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. so, again, so again, I mean, it doesn't mean you can't post blog posts, but Facebook has a feature called um, Instant Articles, which I don't know if either one of you has seen yet, where you're, you're basically publishing content that goes to Facebook, period. It's not on your website. It's basically instant articles. That's exactly what it sounds like. Um, and so I've been toying around with testing that, and, and I should have a little bit more affirmative details for you guys later on. Um, because you can, it's just like any other platform. You can use one piece of content from your blog, right? And then you can craft it into different types of content for different pl- types of platforms. 
So from what I'm looking at for Insta articles, it looks like we'll be able to do like a little reduced version of a blog post, not reduced, like condensed, edited, like not as long. Um, and th th that's another feature that Facebook is really pushing heavily in comparison to like Facebook Live. So they want people to stay within Facebook. So there's just little, like I said, every campaign is usually different with the stuff that rolls out um, in each social media platform. And so I think some of these items might actually be to your benefit, you know, just utilizing some of these in a way to reach people versus the standard click to tweet and, you know, and sharing the blog post. Those are all good, but we need to kind of look for ways to incorporate some of the changes that are going on, especially in Facebook, because it's the most tested platform, right? They have big plans for this. So it's always growing and evolving and changing. And so that means we have to kind of grow and evolve and change with the way we share content on Facebook, especially. Um, and even like your experience with Instagram has shown you, you know, sometimes you can post amazingly beautiful images but if you're not getting the timing right or you're not getting the hashtags right, it doesn't do as well as something, mm -hmm. you know, that may not have been visually as visually appealing. They're all beautiful. I don't mean that in any way, but you know what I mean. But the hashtag was right, so it just exploded. You know, there's no rhyme or reason to some of it. You just have to kind of test it and, and see how it's doing. And in the same way that Twitter, do either one of you ever log into Twitter and actually really use it? No. Um, I have been using it more with um, okay. the launch of River because I seem to be getting um, quite a bit of engagement over there, but I'm not mm -hmm. like very savvy with it. Yeah, and it really is dependent on the audience and, and where they're at, right? So Twitter will do fabulous for like what you're writing about in River, Kelly. And it may do fabulous for this as well, but it's just a matter of, of trying. You know, uh, people on launch teams love to share click to tweets. But like when you actually go and look at those click to tweets and see if they were shared or retweeted, it doesn't always happen, you know? So you have mm -hmm. all these posts, but you don't always get the reach you want. So it's really just a matter of making sure you're maximizing your content across, you know, the platforms where your audience would actually be hanging out and interacting. And by audience, I mean the audience for your book that needs mm -hmm. your book, right? Okay. So okay. I don't want this to feel overwhelming. I'm, the reason I'm asking all these questions is because I want to make sure that we have a solid plan in place where I can go and fit this into a, like a project plan with due dates for you guys so you know what to do and when to do it. And so, um, well, I'll tell you that at the end. So what were you going to ask just now? So I, I'm sorry that I'm so... Um, focused on the whole calendar thing. <laughs> no, like it's good. Now back to the it's calendar. Fine. Um, it's fine. So I just feel like such a, ugh, I'm frustrated at myself for allowing this to happen, and yet it is happening. Um, so August 16th is when we launched the, the trigger study guide. Okay. And um, if we did August 5th and 6th, we're inviting the Becoming community. August mm -hmm. 9th, that's Tuesday after becoming because that, um, Allie likes sharing on Tuesdays. Okay. Like op opening teams and stuff like that. I, mm -hmm. So I just put all Tuesdays down and then we also launch on a Tuesday. Um, okay. Launch team invite and then allow our team to start reading the net galleys and building relationships. The mm -hmm. following Tuesday is August 16th and that's when the formal, like, okay, now we're talking about the book and here we want you to share, you know, what, what, 
I mean, I think you'll be even in that first week as they're reading. You say you said that mm-hmm. you'll be saying, "Okay, share share a quote that really resonated with you." Those kind of calls to action. Mm-hmm. Um, but if August sixteenth, so it's one week into them having the book, then that would be our first formal conversation on Facebook or or a mm-hmm. Facebook Live or something like that. We would announce the pre-order incentives. Like if you're enjoying this, uh, perhaps you'll want to purchase your hard copy now. It's up for pre-order. Get your best mm-hmm. price and you'll get mm-hmm. these incentives. You know, that would be August 16th. So I'm writing this all down. I'm like, but August 16th, I'm launching this other book. Um, oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was trying to think, well, if we pushed it to the 23rd to start it, then it would it would be after all of that stuff. Or I just need well, to let you guys take the lead on those first two weeks on yeah. social media pages and I just catch up. So I'm okay with either of that. I just wanted both of those. I just needed to communicate my sure. heart qualifications. Um, well, and remember the first two weeks can just be casual conversation, really. I mean, it doesn't have to be – like when I say that I'm going to ask them to share stuff, it's more going to be like – uh, let's say the first week. Okay, this week we're going to focus on three chapters. Or actually what I'll probably do is I'll probably give them like a little calendar snapshot. You know, week, the week of, yeah, what the heck, August 8th. We're going to read through these three chapters. Um, as you read, feel free to share anything from launching page or share your favorite quote. Right, you know, with and hashtag. use your hashtag That's it. And, and tag the authors. Okay. That's it. That's all I'm asking. You know, they don't have to do it, right? It's just and, an invitation where the information is. And then once we get into, say, the twenty, the week of the 22nd, so you can get through the, tr- the trigger stuff, then right. it's more prescribed, you know, can you share this? Can you share that? But the thing is, guys, is I'm asking them to do that stuff. Right. Your right. your responsibility in the Facebook group itself is just to kind of hop in and interact with them on a personal level as your as your schedule permits. So you okay. can schedule that around whatever. You don't have to ask them to do anything because much like um the triggers team, didn't you guys have a not triggers, um or maybe triggers was like that. I'm getting all the launches confused. I'm thinking of the sugar one where you had a couple different people helping, right? Yeah. Is that right? We did okay. that for triggers too. I had, you did it for I, triggers. Yeah, we did okay. both. Yeah. So basically, I'm doing that for you guys, right? So you just kind of have to come in and hop in and interact. Now, the last question I want to ask you guys, and Kelly, you might have some perspective on this because you've seen kind of how I set up the Facebook group for River. I don't usually allow open posting in my Facebook groups. Okay. Yeah. So what that mm-hmm. what that means is. Well, there's, there's pros and cons to each, though. The main reason I do it is because it gets really overwhelming really fast, and people don't see the important information if everybody and their mother is posting all over the Facebook wall all the time from our mm-hmm. perspective you know, and from their perspective. But some of the downside um, is if people are not actually like commenting on the thread I post, then it doesn't always get seen you know, in right. the algorithm. So that's where the education piece comes in where number one, starting the group off with the bang where there's a lot of interaction, like the, the relationship building questions and all that, I think it will solve that problem. Because the more we can get them coming back to the Facebook group to interact and have fun, by two weeks of that, Facebook's going to be like, okay, this group is really engaged and wants to see this information. You see what I mean? Um, and then we shouldn't have the problem where when I'm posting an assignment or something like that, it's getting launched. Um, 
I also do it a little bit to kind of protect the, I don't want to say integrity of the group, maybe the focus of the group, right? Because we all have really, really great people who want to help launch the book that sometimes just post stuff that has that's completely irrelevant yeah. to the launch yeah. or the book itself. Right. And I don't, right. I don't say that to be unkind, but, but the challenge is keeping people focused, you know, on, a, on the mission that they're supposed to have alongside with you, but also feel cared for <laughs> and cherished and loved without, you know, whatever issue they're, they're trying to ask for prayer over or talk about without it totally derailing the entire group. Right. Right. So, so anyway, I, that's why I kind of set the groups up the way I do where the admins can post um, and then, and then the teams can respond, you know, in the comments kind of thing. Um, But I also know, you know, like triggers was not like that, right. People could post whatever, whenever they wanted. No, we, we, we stopped that. It was too much. Okay. You did end it. Okay. Okay, so yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, and okay. same with the sugar. It just was. It was too much. Yeah, because it's it, honestly it's overwhelming to the admins, and you just cannot keep track of what people are right. doing. But there are people who prefer it. You know, there are authors yeah. who prefer it. There are launch team members that get all upset when you don't let them share whatever they want whenever they want. But yeah. we can't. You know, we can't control everybody. You know, we can just kind of educate up front. You know, and so usually when I open the group, I'll say something in, in the email or the, the group that, you know, this is why we do it this way, <laughs> just to kind of hopefully alleviate some of that pressure for you. But I just wanted to make sure you guys didn't have strong feelings either way. So if you're fine with, with the, way I, the, the way I set it up where we can post to the page, all three of us, and, yeah. and then they can kind of respond in the comments, that's fine. Just make sure if you all post something, and Kelly, you're really good at this in River. Like if you post something, you're you're making an ask, so they have mm-hmm. to take action. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's answering a question, or whether it's praying over something in particular, or whether it's going somewhere and reading something and sharing it, or that sort of thing. Just make sure whatever you all post in the group group has some sort of action oriented language in it. So you're taking advantage of your engagement there. Right. Mm-hmm. You're making the most of it. Yeah. And I always ask them to share stuff in the comments, you know, that sort of thing. And, you know, their responses just to kind of keep the post active and showing to the other people in the launch team itself. Right. Okay. 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 So I think I have enough information to kind of put together the, the timelines for you. Um. So it sounds like what you need assistance with outside of having a schedule, which, which, which we all need, which is wonderful. But I need to follow up with Allie on a few things. So let me list them, and then you tell me if I'm forgetting something for my notes, okay? So I need to follow up with her on the launch team page um, in terms of the estimated date of completion. And then on and that we, link, we had originally said the end of July. You did say the end of July. Okay. That was in some... So I just need to verify that it's actually going to be the end of July because we want right. it live before August 5th. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or or really, yeah, August 5th is the first day, right? Okay. And then just kind of verifying that she's including the sticky statements, endorser images, or that she's doing the images for sticky statements, endorsers, featured Renaissance moms, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those, those were three things. Yeah. Okay, and then I have on here 
there needs to be some sort of setup for people at the conference to actually enter their name and email address to be on the launch team. Yes, that that needs to be set up. And then I have um, pre-order ideas, so I need to touch base with her and see if that worksheet thing is going to happen. Do you have the? Did you ask for that via email, or was it just like a Voxer message or something like it that? Was, we had a Voxer exchange. Okay, so then I'll email her and just follow up to see if that's something she's still capable of doing. Yeah. Um, and then you guys, you know. You you said it was five steps to what? To turning your hobby into a business? Is that what you called it? Yes. That, I mean, that was the idea. Okay. And then from a content perspective, I mean, do you, do you have a general idea of what you think the five steps should be? Like just like a one-sentence kind of description? No. no. Okay. I was thinking, I mean, if this if this came from Allie or you or the two of you together that would usher in people into – be okay. your clients as well. You you guys really have that perspective. Kelly, what do you think? Okay. Okay, so you don't necessarily want yeah. it related to book content per se. It's more you want it – okay, that's fine. I just want to make sure I understood what content you were wanting on there. I, I'm totally capable of doing it with her if she wants to. And if she doesn't have time to create the worksheet piece, because um, I, I just don't know. I have to ask her, especially if she's got all these other graphic images to do. I don't know. I don't know what her schedule is well, like. Well, and if 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 uh, I don't know if it'll be you or her that that is coming up with like this worksheet or whatever, but really the um, and I can't remember what chapter it is yet anymore in our book because it got moved around. But it's the chapter mm-hmm. about um, you know, a business of art in the busyness of life or something like that, mm-hmm. where you know we talk about the freedom that that you have to do this, and you could probably get some language from that and mm-hmm. um, and and just easily turn that. I mean, I, I, Wendy or I could probably do it too in our copious amounts of spare time, but um, no, no, no. just I, take some I language think, from that yeah. and put yeah. it together pretty easily so that it goes right with the, the book. I think yeah. I'm more envisioning us coming up with a draft and then you guys kind of input, like adding input into it. If, because mm-hmm. the, the important thing here is not whether Allie and I could write it. It's making sure the voice and the tone is right, that it matches. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't, yeah. I don't write, I don't write the way you guys write. As actually, you write, write way better than I do. And so I, I don't mind doing a draft. That there might, and I'll go look at that chapter too. But there might be just a little bit of editing needed from just making sure it sounds like you all, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and I know you're saying, you know, by Allie or whatever on, on the document, but it still represents you all in life creative just by the branding, right? Mm-hmm. So right. It, it can't it can't just be like her voice or my voice. It, there does there's inherently gonna be an element of your voices infused because it's based on kind of the themes and topics of your book. So we just need to make sure that it kind of clearly articulates that where they're getting resources or practical application from the from the document, but it, it's still tied to life creative. You know what I mean? Right, mm-hmm. right. That so, makes sense. Okay. And the um, thing I was going to say we're doing during launch is we have this five-week challenge. Um, mm-hmm. Should we start it two weeks before launch So the, or do we start it near the beginning? I mean, I was thinking if we did two weeks before launch, the week of launch and two weeks after. Or what's the challenge that you're doing? So each week there'll be a different challenge. So if you're a painter, 
five different assignments or maybe it's going to be one assignment for the week and maybe you do I, I, we don't have it worked out but where each they'll use the hashtag from the book there's okay. going to be a giveaway that has to do with that medium of art okay um, so we still need to work it all out but I'm just as I'm looking at the kind of a calendar uh, I was thinking yeah. if it's on the September 12th week and it would go one, two weeks before the week of launch and then a week or two after. Yeah, no, it's great to carry the momentum. For that particular, what you're talking about, that's good to start closer to the release and carry after because you always want kind of a staggered approach, you know, to the the way information is being shared about your book, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't want it to just, like, come to a halt, you know, around release week. and And so... I think if we have the launch team kind of focusing on um, reading through the book, sharing their personal stories and thoughts as they read the book, sharing the pre-order information, you know, pretty consistently and heavy. Um, and then you've got, uh, let's see, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my little timeline. I do this all on sticky notes and then I put it in notes for you. So I'm <laughs> trying to make sure my yeah. timeline looks right. Okay. And then we've got, um, so that's happening pretty much through, like like usually a launch team is pretty good for sharing um, about, like like your book is September 27th, right? Hold on. Yeah. Pull it. Let me see. Yeah. That's like a Tuesday. So generally speaking, the launch team is definitely good for sharing through the end of that week. And you might have some stragglers sharing beyond that, but especially if you have this five-week challenge. You know, I can just communicate to the team, you know, we're going to be having you share items until that challenge is over. So that way they can continue to share about the challenge itself, not just about the pre-order campaign. Right. Mm -hmm. And it might be one challenge per week, but we'll do – you know, a baking yeah. hospitality challenge one week. We'll do a, a home decorating challenge one week, a crafting one week, a photography one week, a writing one week. Um, yeah. So I'd love to know, what's our main hashtag? I mean, I love Ren Mom for the hashtag, but that was more if the book was going to be called Renaissance Mom. So yeah. what's... The thing with Ren Mom is, like, we all know what that means. Right. right, and it and it does mm-hmm. pique a little bit of interest. Like if I were to see it, I'd be like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> you know, and I might click on it. So there is a little bit of um, mystery to it, which is a good thing. Um, but life creative, I think, really encompasses the whole um, brand, the whole brand, and the whole mm-hmm. audience you're trying to reach. And so I don't think th- the problem is if you try to use both, then we're really limiting like our space on stuff like Twitter. You know, it's not a bad mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. It's just that it kind of eliminates our ability to communicate as clearly as sometimes we want to on Twitter. Um, although I read somewhere they were going to increase the character limit thing, but then I don't think it's ever actually happened, you know, where you can share more than mm-hmm. the 140. But anyway, um, so all to say, I think Life Creative is more encompassing of the brand as a whole. I think you can still use the Renaissance Mom language you know, and like in the way we're sharing about it in that, like the tweets and the Facebook status updates and all that sort of stuff themselves. But because the website is called Life Creative and the Instagram account is called Life Creative, you know, you really want to make sure you're thinking about it from a branding perspective too, that anytime yeah. someone sees Life Creative, they should associate it with your website and your book. But my yeah. inclination is to lead towards that being, you know, the main hashtag. 
Okay. Yeah. What are your y'all thoughts on that? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think for things like Twitter and and you know, click to tweet that. And but I think when it comes to like Instagram, we can we can continue to use both, and it makes sense there because we're highlighting Ren moms. And so Mm -hmm. I I think that um, on Instagram, I don't know if it matters as much, but then on places like Twitter um, and everywhere else, then we need to stick with Life Creative. Yeah. I mean, it would be really fantastic if hashtags were universal to every social media platform. That would be awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they're pretty contained for the most part to the platform that they're posted in, which is unfortunate. Meaning it'd be cool if we could put type Life Creative in Facebook and see everything on Twitter. Although that might be a possibility soon since they kind of are owned by the same company now. But all to say, you know, right now they're kind of their little separate worlds. And so, yeah, Instagram is a much more creative community in general anyway. And so adding – and they're used to the behavior of multiple hashtags, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then being kind of artsy and out of the box. So it does it definitely makes sense in that platform to utilize it that way for sure. So – and I haven't gotten around to it yet. Um, I know Allie is um, – loves Instagram and thinks it's awesome. I have a course that someone sent me on hashtags and Instagram um, that like ways to find hashtags that really resonate or something like that. So I don't know if she's already doing that um, for you all or if you guys have changed the hashtag. To be honest, I don't read the hashtags. I just see the posts. <laughs> um, but I think that down the road, you know, maybe exploring some of the hashtags and seeing if there's different ways we can utilize them, especially in Instagram, to reach new people might be beneficial. I don't have to do it now, but just a thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kelly, I, I have a list of our guest post ideas. Um, can you remind me about the ones you're planning on reaching out to? I have you down for for every mom. No, that's me. I'm for every mom. You're Grace for moms, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, guys, if you know that you have um, guest posts, like, schedule on a certain date, um, I just need to know that. Like, where is it going to be posted and, like, the date? Because I can incorporate that into some of the sharing for the team. Yeah. Well, I remember that um, Allie and Brooke really encouraged me and triggers to just inundate the market on that one main launch day. And so mm-hmm. I had almost, I probably had 90%, if not more, of the mm-hmm. posts that we had shared. And we had, I think, 80 posts on that oh, wow. one day. And so I'll okay. meet people that I don't know, and they're like, wow, that was an incredible launch day. And I think it's because we just had it on one day. But I always thought, ooh, but don't you want like one on this day and one on that day? Do you have a uh, a, a philosophy? Lindsay? Well, usually what I recommend is anything like that, if it's a blog post going out on your behalf or yeah. if it's a guest post you're writing or if it's like a review that someone's sharing about the book, it really should be concentrated the two weeks around release, like the week before and the week of. So anything that you're doing that has an audience reach that's beyond your own should definitely be in that time period. That what you're talking about, though, what you're talking about, though, is the notion, like, if you think from a marketing perspective, they say people have to see things like seven or eight times before they will actually click over and act on it, you know, purchase or whatever. Um, 
And so the benefit of having a huge concentration of posts on launch day itself is it's just eating up people's news feeds everywhere, <laughs> no matter where they're looking. You know, they're seeing information. There's always cross-pollination between the platforms. You know, so if someone sees it on Twitter and then sees it on Facebook and sees it on Instagram and they see it like 18 more times by other friends, you know, that kind of perpetuates that whole notion of, I got I got to go see what this is about. If this many people I know are sharing about it, it's got to be something good. So that's kind of what you're talking about, where you have this heavy concentration on launch day. So I definitely recommend that. But you can also have other things around it, you know, so you have a continuous sharing going on, for sure. Okay. Okay. And then whatever the publisher is doing from a PR perspective, they tend to concentrate their efforts around those two weeks as well. So are they doing traditional PR that you know of, meaning media kind of connections for the book? They're not uh, doing things no. for list views until the following month. So oh, they're yeah, doing, oh, really? I, I think I think that the that's their typical like print journals that they send to our publishers weekly in the library journal. I don't know that they go beyond that. Okay. So they're doing that the week after or the month after? Is that what you yeah, said? Well, lit fuse is the month after. I don't know what the, the oh, like oh. print journal stuff is. Okay. Oh, that's lit month after. Um, Sorry, I misunderstood you there. Can you say that again, Kelly? Lit fuse starts a month after, but I don't know. I mean, I know that they are sending it. I, 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 hang on, I can pull up our marketing plan, but I know that they're sending it to, um, uh, hang on, they're sending it to, they'll be, they're putting a group ad in CBA retailers and resources, group ad in Christian reading, a bi-monthly publication, um, paid article placement in More to Life magazine. I don't know if they're doing, I, I, they told me um, with River, they told me that they, they submit all their books to um, the library journal for mm-hmm. review, um, and I imagine they probably send it to Publishers Weekly for review as well. And they do that before launch. So that's probably mm-hmm. going to happen sometime at the beginning of September, mid-August. Okay. 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 And then, yeah, I I may not just be able to find it because I'm trying to search by your name, but if you have the LitFuse details that you could send me, like what they're actually doing, that would be fantastic. Okay, I'll see if it's in the marketing plan, and if it is, I'll just forward this to you. Okay. And I might already have it. I just, like I said, I'm searching your name, and it's not coming up, so it's probably just my computer. You know, Gmail is with hiding your emails, or maybe it just isn't to me. I don't know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think, let me me make sure we cover everything. Um, Oh, and then I do need to follow, I already said I need to follow up with Allie about, um, setting up the email sign up at the conference. Are they going? Do you know if her and her mom are going to the conference yet? No, she told me that she'd be able to tell me so by the end of last week. So okay. Um, I'm and then what she- I was, okay. And then what I was saying about the worksheets is, if Allie can't design design them, I mean, I do know a couple other people that can. And um, of course, they're paid, you know. Or I mean. We can create worksheets in Canva. I mean, do we want to use Canva? We're learning. 
not okay. today. So, I mean, I'm a little, like, I, I can do passable <laughs> graphic work stuff in Canva as well. Um, so I'm really, really hoping that she'll venture more to the sides of, sure, I can do that. <laughs> Just because her, mm-hmm. it's more because her graphics are so beautiful. You know what I mean? That I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, I can do a passable one, but I don't know that it would ever look like anything Ellie created. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's just beautiful work. So I'll ask her about that for sure. And it may be if I just tell her, here's the content, can you just make it look pretty, then she'll be fine. I think what, where she tends to get hung up or a little pulled in a lot of directions is when she's having to create or ideate sometimes is, is sometimes a challenge with her schedule. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I kind of do the writing and you guys edit and we're just saying, here's the content, can you make it look pretty? She's probably more likely to be able to say yes to that than if we're kind of asking her right now, hey, can you help ideate and create this kind of thing? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but I'll ask her for sure. And then the five-week challenge, as you guys are creating that, if you need my input on that, then send it to me for sure to, like, okay. review and edit and all that. And I think we're good on all this. And I'll pull out um, – I mean, I know you guys already have sticky statements. So usually what I go through and do is create content for the launch team to share. And what I mean by that is kind of the posts that I'll post, you know, throughout the sharing part of the campaign. You know, today we like you to do this, or here's instructions on how to do that kind of thing. Um, so I'll be working on that as well in the interim between now and when we open the actual Facebook group. Okay. 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 How are you guys feeling about the process? Like, do you feel like you know what you need to do next, or will it be more clear when you kind of have the notes in the timeline? I just sent you an email of what I understood to be kind of the timeline and um, the podcast okay. that Kelly can add to it and uh, podcast and guest posts and stuff like that. Um, okay. So that's what I know. Okay. Um, yeah, and then I just found the, our marketing plan. I don't remember if this was the last one, though. Oh, I already sent it to you. You, you just have it, now? Lindsay. Oh. Okay, I just I got it. it to you uh, in February. February. Oh, that's probably why I couldn't find it. I probably filed it somewhere. Oh, okay. Send it again. Okay, I just got a launch calendar that you just sent me. Okay, so that's and then good. here's the marketing plan. Okay, perfect. Do you guys have any outstanding questions for me about how this process looks or anything that you need further assistance on as you're preparing for the launch itself? I can't think of anything right now, but if I do, I'll shoot you an email. Okay. And then we can technically have another phone call to kind of touch base when most of this is completed to go over it. And yeah. I'm perfectly happy to do that. Um, with with the way our schedules are, we might want to – or we could probably do it in person. No, we can't do it in person because the launch will start right after that. I was going to say we could probably do it in person at the conference, but we, we would want to have that all situated by then. So if you want to um, take a look at your calendar for maybe, what day is today? Today's the fifth. Hold on. Let me pull it in the calendar. Two. If we want to look at a time, um, the week of July 18th, to touch base on this, 
just to make sure everything's running smoothly, we don't have any questions, that sort of thing, and then we can schedule a call during that time. I'm sorry, tell me what week again? The week of July 18th. We will actually be on vacation that week. Oh, okay. And then we will be leaving on the 20th and not coming back until the beginning of August. I mean, the end of July. Forget that. Okay, how about the week of the 11th? But like towards the end of the week. Like maybe the Friday, the 15th. And it doesn't um, have to be. It doesn't have to be nearly as long. Like it's really right. just a touch base and go over everything and make sure everything's kind of moving along. And so the other thing is, both of you don't have to be on the call. You know what I mean? Like if right. you guys, if, if we just want to schedule a time and one of you is able to show up, that's fine. That particular call is just to make sure everything's moving along smoothly. You don't have any questions. We're working on stuff. My hope is that I would have. Let's. I, actually, I know I can get it done by then. Like the draft of this this five steps hobby thing. I can, I mean, I'll have that so we can go over that and just making sure all the pieces are running smoothly. And then hopefully we'll be able to um, hear from Allie in that interim about her involvement on that particular piece and where she is with everything else. So it's really just a touch base. It'll be like 30 minutes unless you guys want to talk more. Thank you, Lindsay, for um, taking that and and seeing that that would be a good fit and seeing how you might uh, partner with us in there. And we really do love the idea both, both for Allie and for you you know, to to utilize this as an well, opportunity to find your own people as well. You know, if there are elements that you guys are adding into the life creative, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the whole hodgepodge, the whole bag, um, yeah. that's a way to find people as well. Yeah, and I do appreciate that. I think that, um, and Allie will probably tell you the same thing, you know, the content that are the five steps will probably be, a little broader but like the example of the way I would incorporate something like that would be like you know as you're trying to move between you know a hobby and a business there's the notion of delegation right or finding partners is probably the way I would phrase it <laughs> so yeah. I, I wouldn't be putting like our name and our URL there but I just meant I would talk about the importance of partnering with the right people who have the same passion and vision and heart for what you're trying to do reaching your audience you know and we could probably integrate you know somewhere in there you know written by so and so and so and so with our web addresses that's probably the extent of what we would actually put in there in reference to us to be honest because remember the focus is supposed to be life creative so i appreciate what you guys are trying to do you're trying to be very generous but we don't want the focus to be on us it has to be on the book and the content and the benefit of it right okay so Like when it's done and you guys want to share about it, I mean, or, or you know, you guys can share whatever you want about us at any time, <laughs> just like right. us sharing about your book. But for the most part, whenever I'm working on content on y'all on y'all's behalf, I again, I appreciate the generosity and the thought behind it. But this is a resource for your book, so we need to highlight that above and beyond, you know, any sort of, I don't know, personal gain or whatever. So. It'll all work out just fine. I mean, I already have some ideas for that, and and I think we should be good given the timelines that we just discussed. Okay. Thank you okay. so much. Okay. Now, do you guys want to set up a time, or do you just want to look at your calendar to see what would work on the 15th of July, if that would work? Oh, that's why I had my calendar back open. <laughs> right now... Um, Right now I have um, 
um, let's see, prayer calls. I have a call from 8 to about 9.30 Central, which is way too early for you, Wendy. Um, And then my daughter has a counseling appointment from 2 to 3 Central. But I'm open the entire rest of the day. I I really, I I think that it could work for me. Um, Okay. On on that Friday, the 15th. I'm also okay with you sending us an email and just full of bullet points. Here's where we are here. Here's where we are here. Does anyone have a question? Um, Well, I think via Voxer. Well, I will definitely do the email way before that. So that's not a problem. Mm -hmm. What I'm trying to do is set aside time that if we need to talk, it's on our calendars. And if we don't, we don't have to have the call. Do you see what I mean? I'm just trying to get time yeah. set aside that if we need it, it's there. And okay. just based on y'all's schedules and based on mine, I just want to block the time. It's not necessary. So you, you're, you're not going to not hear from me until then. I'm definitely going to be reaching out to you and giving you information to review and stuff like that. I just meant let's get some time on the schedule where sure. if we need to hop on the phone call, we've got the time reserved. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Okay, so could you guys do okay, let me let me think through the times. Um her appointment's at two. I need to leave my house at one thirty central. So that's like eleven thirty your time, Wendy, and that's two no, wait. Hold on. I always get confused every time I'm trying to do hold on, I have to write it down. What ten, eleven, twelve, one. You're two hours ahead of me, right, Wendy? No. Yeah, fine. Like, what time? What time is it right now for you? It's twelve thirty. Okay. Hold on. Let me see if I'm doing. And this then right. we'll also get some good time at the becoming conference. I think that's going to be great. I think that we should go well, ahead and do our our welcome video then, and maybe one other, maybe a challenge video or something like that. Uh huh. So we can we can work through details and do some strategizing there. As Instead of a phone yeah. call, we'll have it a face-to-face interaction. We we can, but ideally, like content generation needs to be wrapped up before we're ever at that conference. You see what I mean? Yes. Yes. And before you guys on go on vacation. So again, this call is more to check in on making sure the pre-order stuff is done and okay. making sure the sales page is done. Yeah, okay, I'll make see. that work on that Friday the fifteenth. Okay, so our options are going to be nine thirty your time. Wendy, which is 11.30 mine, which is 12.30 Kelly's, or 10.30 your time, 12.30 mine, 1.30 Kelly's. 1.30 is easier for me because that way the baby's down. Okay. So 10.30, Wendy's time. Oop, hold on. I'm writing at your time. Lord have mercy. Okay, 12.30 my time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Time and math are not my forte. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just writing it right on my calendar, so when I send it, it kind of distributes to you all correctly. Okay, cool. Okay, well, I'm so excited. I'm. I'm. I can't even. Can you believe it's here? <laughs> oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it's crazy. No. but it's but it's good. That's good. That's all good. And if you guys have any questions, you know, after I kind of pull my notes together and the plan, the timeline together, then just shoot me an email. Let me know. Okay. Um, right. I, I, I kind of deflected the Voxer thing only because it drives me crazy. <laughs> I know you guys love it. Um, that's why I always respond in text. I'm like, what do I need to do? 
like, and it's only because I just, I don't mind listening to your voices and hearing you, but like, if there's action items that you guys need, just like, like, let me know. Cause listening, there was one day I came back and there were like 14 Voxer messages. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Um, it has nothing to do with y'all. It has everything to do with my attention span. I have like the attention span no, of a five year old. I have a hard time. <laughs> I have a hard time with Boxer too. If the messages are like under five minutes, I'm good. But if they go over five minutes, I'm like, oh. I can't. I can't tell you how many times I have to restart them because I was listening and writing notes, and then after like four minutes, I started doing something else, and then I'm like, oh wait a minute, I totally did not hear what they just said. <laughs> five minutes. So I don't mind Boxer if it's short. It's just that sometimes it's hard to like listen to all the messages and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. And understand what's needed. It's great for prayer, for sure. Okay. <laughs> if we're good, then I'm good. And you guys have a great rest of your afternoon, morning, wherever you are. Okay. And, and Lindsay, I'm going to have a little bit of time, I think, good Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, um, on Friday. I'm hoping I'm going to have some kid-free time. And I've got lots of things to work on. But if you want to okay. brainstorm together that you know, those five points, something like that. Um, I, this I Friday? Yeah. I don't really have, okay. I don't have any insight into that. I just thought that it was a okay. very good, engaging idea. It is. That I would like as a Renaissance mom. <laughs> okay. So it would help you if I had kind of a draft for you all to, to send to you so you could try to review it by Friday. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying if you needed to, to brainstorm and come up with some ideas, I, I could probably feel um, that. Oh, oh, oh so, got it. Sorry. But if um, you've got ideas, then that's why I'm throwing it out to you and Ellie. Yeah, what so, I'll probably do you want me. Yeah, what I'll probably do is I'll draft it and I'll send it to you only because we have a we have um two doctor's appointments and a counseling appointment on Friday. I'm telling you, my okay. next, y'all just, just pray over my next month. It's really yeah. – it's – it's a lot. Um, okay, okay, so I'm just not home much. But what I'll do is I'll send you the draft, and then we can review via email. And if we need to get on the phone, we can. Okay. okay. All right. God bless y'all. Thank uh, you. Bye. You guys have a great day. Thanks. Thank you. Too. Take care. Bye. Bye.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.